Welcome to For What It's Worth podcast. I'm your host, David Oglesby, along with my co-host, Bronson Stewart, from the heart of Franklin, Texas. Each week, we talk about topics ranging from sports to politics to pop culture, but our ultimate goal is to weave the truth of Jesus into everything we do. Thanks for joining us today. If you like what you hear, please share it, subscribe, and mention it to a friend. Now let's jump into your weekly dose of For What It's Worth. All right. It's that it's the month of madness, Bronson. The month that every average basketball viewer becomes the ultimate super fan, right? It's the month of underdogs and Cinderella stories. It's March Madness, baby. And and today I'm just so excited because we're gonna bring to the table our final four teams, our ultimate pick to win it all. That's right. Don't fill out your bracket without listening to Don't this this podcast. Don't do right it. Here. We got we got the insider scoop of it all. I was up till two o'clock last night just uh, diving into this um, and just seeing what I could find. But ultimately, uh, we both have come up with four teams who we think have a chance to win it all. Um, but honestly, though, we talk about basketball. I'm not like super into basketball. I enjoy sports. I enjoy watching sports. I enjoy um, just the competitive nature of it. And so, Bronson, apart from March Madness, how much basketball do you watch? Well, I, I enjoy I enjoy watching basketball. I enjoy watching good basketball. I do not watch the NBA. Not a fan of just the style of the game. I like the the complexities of the game of basketball. I, the, today, basketball has a lot of ways have drifted to to just kind of one on one. Hey, beat your man, get by your man, and you know I, I really like watching just the skill work involved in basketball. Gotcha. And and so I love that. I love the high school level. Obviously, I coached for for four seasons in Tennessee and and just love being involved at the high school level. I love coaching youth basketball where we're teaching the fundamentals of basketball. I don't, you know, obviously my love is football, no doubt, but I love tournament time, especially because it's that, it's that one moment where you really see people go back to the fundamentals of the game of mm-hmm. basketball. And it's like, I mean, even you're just watching the championship games on, on Sunday, every game. I mean, that the, the SEC championship, I mean, you just know it's going to come down to one. You just know it's going to happen. Should have, but you just know yeah. it's going to happen, and that's the best thing about March basketball more than anything else. And so, and so that's that's the thing. Are you one of those people that March Madness comes around and you really get into basketball more this time of year than any other? Well, I mean, you watch it because it's what's on TV, and I sure. love. I actually hate filling out my bracket, just like us all. But I love it. I love it. You hate it so much, you love it. And so I'm glad that's what we're going to do because it's kind of like therapy, right? I mean, everyone out there has uh, all, all all nine listeners since uh, our number one listeners on spring break vacation, all nine of you out there. I know how the bracket process goes. You, you sit there and you agonize and you convince yourself that this 13 seed that some guy wrote on the Yahoo bracket, you, you convinced that they're going all the way and then they're going to lose in the first round. And uh, all of a sudden, all, all is going to be lost and your bracket's going to be trash. And you're going to be like, why did, why did I pick a 16 seat to win? I, 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 you know, we overthink it. So we're going to do a little group therapy here and David and I are just going to kind of walk through these brackets and just kind of talk it out a little bit. We're going to start in the West where Gonzaga is the one. We we both agree. Gonzaga, that's right. It's theirs to lose. To, to pencil it in, th- there's not really a lot of competition when you look at it and you say, 
the their their four seed matchup is Virginia. Well, Virginia is the only team to ever lose to a 16 seed right. uh, in the tournament. So we know that coming down to the bottom, Kansas is the three seed. Kansas's mascot should be like the March letdown. I don't know what that uh, animal would look like, but it would be sheer disappointment, like France or something. I don't know. And so you know, Kansas is going to melt in March. Okay, it's like Texas snow. It's it's not sticking around for a long time. And so we we you, you, there's just not a lot of hope there. Anything else in the West? To me, it's Gonzaga all the way. Anything jump out to you there? I, I don't think anything jumps out to me. Uh, I'm with you all the way on Kansas. I I think they get your hopes up so much. You get, they get to the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, and you're like, this is this going to be the year that Kansas finally gets it all together, and then they and then they choke and they lose. Um, but but I just think it's Gonzaga's to lose. I don't think anyone's going to give them a run for their money. Um, and uh, I think it's just going to be Gonzaga all the way to the Final Four. All right, so we slide over to the south. The local Baylor Bears are the one seed in that bracket, not matched up with anyone that really sticks out as something that scares you until they get to Elite Eight action. Probably the most interesting spot is in the bottom half of that bracket, and the matchup that you and me are looking at is Arkansas versus Texas Tech, the three seed versus the six seed. We mm -hmm. think the tournament intentionally kind of matches up. Both of those teams we think could have made a deep run but they draw each other early. Who do you have coming out of that Tech versus Arkansas? So I think Arkansas, at, watching the SEC this year, um, I'm an Alabama fan, so like real tied, but watching what Arkansas is capable of doing and how they're clicking right now, um, I just think um, I think they beat Arkansas, um, and I think they they face Ohio State in the Sweet 16. Yeah, and and it leads to a great matchup with Baylor, and we'll get to our Final Four in a minute. You know, it, it's kind of like with Gonzaga. Baylor was a front runner all year, everybody's favorite disappointment in their conference tournament. To me, my wife's a Baylor alum. I feel like Baylor's like locale ice cream. You know, you like it has all the makings. You get your hopes up like this is going to taste like Bluebell, and then boom, it just lets you down. And so Baylor secures the one seed. Bear Nation is fired up. This is their year, but it's like Halo Top or whatever. It's just, it's just not what it is. And so we'll see what comes out of there. We go down to the east. Michigan is the one seed there. Hard to really tell what their path looks like. Uh -huh. uh, again, I think the more exciting matchup comes down in the bottom. Alabama, an interesting two seed. Want to get your thoughts there. Alabama start to finish dominates the SEC, which has quickly become not just a football conference, but definitely a basketball yeah. conference. Talented teams up and down. Uh, Kentucky, obviously down this year, but Auburn, very good. Florida, very good. Tennessee, very good. And Alabama, or not to mention Arkansas, Alabama dominates them all, both the regular season and the conference tournament epic battle with another great power team lsu yep what they draw a two and have to play texas that doesn't seem like very fair to bama but at the same time what is it that you're what you're seeing there when I, you see that bama matchup and, and how that plays out i feel like it's i have the same exact feeling for the east as i do the west i think it's alabama's to lose i think um they're just a great team and i, and I think they i think they overcome texas i think they they overcome Michigan, and I think uh, I think they can make it to the final. Michigan is a weird, weird situation. I mean, they've been up. Beeline gets them up. Beeline moves on. Jawan Howard, then just the really the shock of them in the Big Ten tournament and 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 the early dismissal, and Jawan right. gets thrown out in that game. And you know he, he's while he was a great player, is he a great coach? March is just such a different 
You know, it's, it's a different it's, time. You've got it's, to be it's, on your A game. Right. It's so much like postseason baseball. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's such a different matchup than how the regular season plays out. And I think it'll be very interesting there. Again, we're kind of on the same page. We're tipping our final four just a little bit there because Alabama just seems like a really strong team, strong team right now. out yes. of that part of the bracket. And so we move over to the Midwest, this Illinois team, Big Ten basketball. Talk about uh, just uh, such a – almost feels like a – like a like a like a bad dream you know I, every year big 10 basketball it's good but it's kind of like big 10 football it's tends to be slow and plodding and you feel like is there a peach basket out there is it do they even know there's a three-point line and so illinois draws the one seed there my beloved houston cougars are the two seed there i know listen i know houston's losing the first round okay they're gonna just break my heart as all of this year has like a great junior high girlfriend houston just going to shatter all your dreams and leave you stranded what, what do you see coming out of the east or out of the midwest there i know you like illinois uh, i i really like tennessee uh, but i i know all my vol listener fans tennessee's not making the final four well, don't make a hint don't get crazy the midwest uh is where my sleeper team is and we'll get to that a little bit later on in the episode um but i i i think houston has a chance they do have to go through my tell me they have a chance why do they have a chance please they they do have to go through through my uh through my sleeper team but i think ultimately it's it's illinois to win i mean houston i just don't think they they have what it takes to to beat the the powerhouse that illinois is this year um and uh and so i just i I don't want to break your heart right now but i think i think they make it to the elite eight but i think that's as far as they go it's been it's been broken plenty fifth grade girlfriend broke it plenty and so it just prepared me to be a houston it prepared me to be junior high relationships prepared me to be a houston sports fan you know like just heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak just messy dramatic breakups and so i'm i'm well prepared in fact there was when I first did my bubble, I love to just go through and pick, 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 quickly thinking, and I land with Houston in the Elite Eight, and I just say, no way, no snowballs chance in Franklin is there going to be a Houston team make a Final Four in my lifetime. So I just don't see it happening. Uh, I do like Tennessee, and Rick yeah. Barnes just knows how to coach them, but the matchup with Illinois there for Tennessee to draw five, they didn't play yeah, great down the stretch, tough, but yeah. you know they're they're uh, the star guy gets the elbow in the Florida game and he's out and you just wonder he's going to come back. What, what does that do? I think Tennessee can make a run, but again, it, it just seems one of those spaces where for Houston to be a two seed, I kind of feel a little bit better if they weren't, maybe if they're a three or a four, you'd, you'd feel a little, a little bit better that they could uh, surprise some people, but as a two seed, they don't get to sneak up on anyone. And I think it's going to be a really, really hard yeah. matchup for them. And so let's go to the final four here. David, you've got a, a final four that I have chastised and made fun of for your lack of creativity. So yeah. why don't you give the listener uh, your final four? I went very safe with my bracket picks. And a lot of that comes down to I, I haven't watched a lot of these teams play. I mean, you can read all you want, but to watch them play is something different. Um, and so I played it very safe. I, I don't have any real upsets. I think my big upset comes in the final four. And so uh, my final four, uh, Gonzaga out of the West, Alabama out of the East, Baylor out of the South, and out of the Midwest, Illinois. I think that's my final four. You look at Gonzaga, 
Um, and they have the best offense in the nation. I, I agree. They have the best. I mean, 55% from the field goal, 36% uh, from the three-point, right? They're averaging 92 points per game, you know, and just allowing uh, right under 70 points. And they game. haven't lost all year. Right. I mean, they haven't lost all year. And, and, and so I think they can get away with having a so-so defense because their offense is just so powerful. Um, it's so lights out. Um, and I think, I think for many Gonzaga has been the favorite to win and many people will have them as victors on their brackets. And so worst case scenario for them, which we'll get to that in just a minute, because I think that the worst case might happen is that they lose to Alabama in the final four. Best case is they go on to win it all. Um, and, uh, and so, but that brings me to Alabama. I mean, I being a homer, this is it, not football. It, you do realize, yes, right? Okay. I know, I know. it's crazy, just, but Hey, we're not a football school. Listen, I've been, a, I've school. been an Alabama, I've been an school. Alabama fan since I was a young child. Okay. But listen, I don't know that I can go out on this limb with you. It's it's, but just hear me out. All right. I know, I know Alabama's my team, right? And this is, they're my favorite to win it all. Right. Um, but I think it really heavily relies on one man and that one man is John Petty. You know, he averages 12 points a game. He's shooting 43% from the field goal, 37 from the three-point line. Um, I think he is the key to this Alabama run. And I think if he can knock down the shots, um, I think it's going to be a long night for the opposing team. And so um, I think my, my favorite thing about this Alabama team, though, is their toughness, right? They play with toughness. They play tough basketball. That's my favorite type of basketball is tough basketball. Um and they just play – they play through so much adversity this year. They, they never quit. They never back down. Um, and, uh, and I just think – I just think their fight that they have um, is going to help them in the end. I think that that's something that will help them in the long run. And in the craziness of the tournament, um, you have to fight. You have to play tough, and that's what keeps you in this tournament. right? But along with that, Alabama plays tough defense. I know they're allowing just under 70 points per game. Um, and that needs to improve in this tournament. They can't allow teams to to be scoring 70 points on them. They can't keep winning these close games like they've been winning. I mean, I know it's good to see that they're winning close games, that they're edging it out. But but in these early rounds, you you've got to you've got to beat teams by 15 points or more. You know, you've got to give yourself some space. You can't allow um, other teams to 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 be scoring 70 points on you. You can't be winning by the skin of your teeth. You know, I think. If you do that, the wear and tear of it um, is going to get to them in the later rounds. And so uh, my worst case for them is that they lose in the Elite Eight to Kansas. Wait, not not to Kansas, to Michigan. I'm sorry. That they lose in the Elite Eight to Michigan. I think that's the worst case scenario for them. Um, they are the team I think that can win it all. I think they can beat Gonzaga. I think they're probably the only team that can beat Gonzaga. Um, but then again, that's a stretch. And so uh, I'll be rooting hard for my for – my, uh, from my Crimson Tide, and we'll see how it goes. Um, but I'm excited to see how far they go and if they can and if they can finish uh, a great season that they've started. It's hard to disagree with a lot of what you said because my Final Four champ is also Gonzaga. Because it's often one of those times, it kind of feels like the old women's brackets. It doesn't matter who you pick, just pick Connecticut. You kind of feel that way about Gonzaga this year. It's hard to know, though, with the different – COVID cancellations, they were supposed to play Houston. I know that. They were supposed to have a few other matchups that that they don't get tested against. And it's just such a bizarre situation because you have Michigan who goes and Michigan loses to Illinois by 23 points. And yet they're a one seed. Illinois is a one seed. My final four team 
though, is Gonzaga and Bama. I've got Gonzaga coming out of that side. And on the other side, I've got Arkansas playing Tennessee. And I've got Arkansas coming out of this side. I know this is crazy. Uh, Arkansas and Tennessee matched up against each other this year. Tennessee beat Arkansas by five. And so it's not out of the question. Tennessee has a BPI of 12. Arkansas is 14. Uh, it would it would certainly be a unique situation. Could three big uh, three SEC teams make the Final Four? This is all crazy. I don't know. But that's what we love about March. And here's what we do know. Our picks are wrong. And they're wrong because sleeper teams come out of the blue every single, every year, single year and they impress somebody. So here's what we're going to do to end this segment with. We're looking for a sleeper team. And by our definition, a sleeper team is a seven seed or greater that's going to win more than one game. Uh, and so, David, tell us who your sleeper teams are that are going to seven seed or a greater that are going to win more than one game. So mine is a six seed. Okay. And uh, weak, weak. I know, I know, but I, I think really it's it's the only team you can think of. And not that I've watched them a lot, I've read a lot about them. They're clicking at the right time. They're playing, they're playing great basketball. And that's San Diego State. I think, I think they're going to edge out Syracuse. Uh, I think they're going to edge out West Virginia because I have West Virginia, um, and uh, they're going to be playing uh, Houston in the in the Sweet Sixteen. And uh, I think that might could be a place where your beloved Houston Cougars yeah. break your heart. Um, I'm not I'm, on my bracket. I have Houston going on, but I think that that is that is the game that that might get me. Um, and uh, since I've gone safe here, but I think that's the game that might get me. I think San Diego State has a chance to edge out Houston. Um, however, I think the Elite Eight is as far as they'll go because I have Illinois in the Final Four, and uh, that's. That's as far as your bracket goes. David basically picked a higher number. Yes, and I did. Uh, he yes. went like that. I got a couple sleepers for you. Okay, number one, I've got UC Santa Barbara. Uh, UC yes. Santa Barbara. They, they on paper, they, they're not. They're not going to stick out to you as impressive. No top twenty-five wins, thirteen and three in their conference, but they're playing Creighton, who has been just embroiled. Creighton's coach said some things. It's it's a 12-5 matchup, which we know A-12 is going to beat A-5 somewhere. And in my mind, this is just a perfect spot for UC Santa Barbara to beat Creighton. They then get a little help because Ohio beats Virginia. And therefore, UC Santa Barbara gets their two wins in order to be our sleeper team. My other sleeper team is Wichita State, the Shockers. I watched them seem this team, Wichita State, won the American Athletic regular season, not Houston. Houston won the tournament, but Wichita State beat Houston in the regular season. And as a result of that, they only lost two games in the conference. And their their reward is they have a play-in game. So they play Drake tonight. And then they will play USC before getting Kansas. So I think therefore they also are a sleeper team. But I have one more sleeper team, and we have a guest host. The guest host with Carol went so good yes, last week that we brought another guest host in to deliver a great sleeper pick for us. And uh, her sleeper pick is, it's a, it's a deep sleeper. This would be NCAA history. And so... Cinderella story. Uh, so I, I'm going to let uh, 
my, my my lovely my oldest daughter Brayson Ray. She's really into basketball. She loves basketball, and she's got a sleeper pick for all of you out there. So, B, uh, why don't you tell them who's your sleeper pick and and why did you settle there? Um, so I picked Abilene Christian because, so we went to the Southland Conference, um, watched Abilene Christian, super great team. Uh, they got the speed, they got, they can shoot threes amazingly. I'm very impressed. They can dunk, they, they just pop out and you don't even see them winning two games. But I think that if they win more than one and they even make it to the final four or if they even make it past one game, I'm going to be very impressed because Abilene Christian, they're just, they, like David said earlier, they work, you just, it, they work hard. They're, they're a hardworking basketball team. And that's what I love about Abilene Christian. Yeah. They certainly play with a lot of speed. You liked uh, their post players, right? They, they, yeah. most teams today go with small guys, but uh, what did you like about how, how they use their post players? Well, they're, they they got really four main post players. They got these four dudes that are super big and super tall and super strong. And I think that Abilene Christian has a shot because of those four. All right. Well, you may be laughing today, but when the Wildcats knock off Texas uh, and you, you put your sleeper pick on the Abilene Christian Wildcats, you can send your uh, appreciations to uh, Brayson Stewart here in Franklin, Texas for helping you. So that's our yes. sleeper picks today. A lot going on. It's going to be a ton of basketball. We are recording this on Thursday, just like we always do. We are headed to the house to bunker down for a lot of basketball tonight and then a weekend's worth of basketball. We hope you're going to be tuning in as well. It's going to be a lot of fun to check it out. Yes, absolutely. You got me You got me second-guessing my choice right here. I, I'm sorry, Ken. I might have to scratch Texas off and put Abilene Christian right there. Texas lose. Yes. <laughs> Horns down, baby. Uh, and, uh, and so that would be a, a, a great surprise. I would love to see that. You know, you always love to see Cinderella stories. Um, it's kind of fitting though, right? That, uh, this past year we've been in this year of COVID and we, we skipped March madness last year. And, you know, I think March madness is always one of those things that people cling to for a sense of normalcy or, or right. It's, it's just that it's that thing that we do this weekend in March. It usually coincides with spring break one way or the other. I remember where I was. I was with a group of pastors when Virginia lost. 16 seed beating a one seed for the first time ever right we remember those things we we remember watching some of those historic matchups that are formed the Leitner play just so historic against Kentucky we remember those plays in March and and I think you know there's something about just the the craziness and the uncertainty that we don't know what's going to happen and I'm grateful that as we have been a year can you believe that it's been one calendar year of this COVID mess for us and you know I'm grateful that in the midst of the madness, we have an ultimate calmness in what the Lord is continuing to do. And for us, it's been 52 incredible Sundays and 52 incredible weeks of trusting him. And, mm. um, you know, when it comes to picking these brackets, anything can happen. And yet when it comes to our faith, we know nothing, uh, nothing is going to catch anybody off guard. A team is going to surprise somebody out of the blue this weekend. Some team is going to win, so we're going to be talking about them, whether it's the Loyola Chicago's or whoever, the Stephen F. Austin's. There's a team that's going to shock the world, yes. and everybody's going to be surprised. And yet, when it comes to our faith and when it comes to Christ and his control, nothing catches him off guard. 
Nothing is unseen by him. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And so we watch the March Madness with great uncertainty, but we should live our lives with great certainty, knowing that he's firmly in control. And so I'm excited for a weekend of March, and, and uh, I'm excited to see how this entire bracket plays out. And I'm thankful we get a March tournament this year. Yes, and, and what a great episode this was. And to, to break this down, I know many brackets, my bracket is going to blow up in my face. I just know it will. And uh, that's okay because it's all in fun, you know, and uh, you want to see those Cinderella teams, but sometimes you want to play it safe. Um, and uh, and so anyway, I, if this episode just brought you any encouragement, we just uh, we just ask that you would drop a like, that you would, that you would drop a follow, um, that you would rate this, uh, give us five stars. Um, and uh, we just really appreciate that. And uh, we just hope that this continues to bring you encouragement. And uh, and so, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, – hey, if these picks win you your bracket, then You're give welcome. us a like and a follow. Correct. If they don't, it's your fault for trusting us. Yes. Because remember, this has been our opinion. It's what we think. And we hope it's of some value to you for what it's worth.